This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. It is good to be with you today. John Putnam here, and thank you for taking some time out of your day to let me share. And y'all, I got to tell you, there's a lot of financial noise out in the world these days, whether you're looking at it from a global perspective or just here in the U.S. with questions about recessions and interest rates and stocks, and it's enough to preoccupy even the most serene and peaceful mind. So we really have to work on this. And that's why I wanted to talk today about the topic of financial tension and some ideas about how do you go about combating that. All right, I would like to start with a story about a mission trip. Now, I don't know where you went on your first mission trip. It could have been across town. It could have been across the state. Maybe it was across the country. Well, mine, it was across the globe. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, I still sometimes reflect on that and wonder how in the world did I wind up making a decision to travel halfway around the world for my first mission trip? And there's a lot there. And you know what? It makes me think that might be a good podcast for another time. I'll think about that and come back to you on that idea. But what I want to tell you today is one of the conversations we had on the mission trip. So I wound up in the Pacific Rim. It was a beautiful place. I found the people to be warm and welcoming. And it was a very special time for me to be there and meeting with some of the people whom we met. One was a pastor. And we sat and were talking, and I was just asking about how faith was spreading, not only in that country, but just in other areas around the Pacific Rim. And he used an analogy that I've never forgotten. He said, John, think about the faith environment like a guitar. He said that when you string a guitar and you tune the guitar, If you tune the guitar too tightly, the strings will break and it's impossible to have music. On the other hand, if you were to tune the guitar too loosely, equally, you would not be able to make any music. And he went on to say that if the strings are tightened just right to the proper tension in each one of the positions, then you can make incredible music music. And he went on to say that the tension of the faith, quote unquote, guitar in that area had been perfect for the spread of the gospel. So often we deal with the same old financial headaches day after day, week after week, month after month. You know what needs to be done to make it better, but you just can't seem to do it. There's a tension there between the right answer and the wrong answer. Paul really described this situation well 
when he wrote Romans 7, 18 to 20, and he explained why it makes a difference. Here's what it says. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. Don't you feel that tension sometime? That tension between I know what I should do and I know what I shouldn't do. And if you're like me, sometimes you choose what you shouldn't do, that there's this ongoing tension that never seems to go away. And that's because these tensions are between a temporal kingdom and an eternal kingdom with two different rulers. Of course, we're going to have tensions. And nowhere do I find this more professed and more observable than how we use our money. I think about financial decisions around overspending, knowing that we should stick to our list or stick to our budget or know that we should not spend that money on that item or for that service, but we do it anyway. We consciously choose to overspend Or what about getting into consumer debt to finance lifestyle that you don't have your own money to spend, so you desire to accelerate your lifestyle by borrowing other people's money to be able to get what you want now, even though that's not what you know you should do and you really should wait. There's that tension between those two. And then... Something like giving. You choose to spend on yourself, and maybe you're not choosing to be generous. You're not choosing to give God and your church the first fruits of your money. As I've talked to individuals and couples, professionals, families over the years, these are just three very common tensions we deal with. Do we spend or do we overspend? Do we be content with what we have or do we accelerate our lifestyle through debt? Do we spend on ourselves and make sure that we're taken care of before we give or do we give first and then we choose to use the rest? Our friends at the core These are all spiritual issues. And one of the problems is, is that so often we try to solve a spiritual issue with a financial solution. I'm going to repeat that again. So often we try to solve a spiritual issue with a financial solution. And when we try to do that, it may appear that it's solved, at least for a little while. But let me tell you, it won't be long until it reappears. It seems to never work out in the long run. And here's why. If these financial tensions are really spiritual tensions then these spiritual tensions are really spiritual battles, and spiritual battles are fought on spiritual battlefields with spiritual weapons. 
That's the way you win these tensions. That's the way that you make more good decisions than you make poor decisions. My friends, we all deal with these financial choices, these spiritual choices, these financial and spiritual tensions, just like Paul was writing about in Romans 7. So let me encourage you as you are facing these financial tensions. So as I close today, I would like to leave you with a little homework and an idea that I would pray that you would be free to use boldly and often. It's a very simple model that I teach the families I coach, that I teach in my workshops, and I teach in my one-on-one coaching. But I would like to direct your attention to Proverbs 37 to 9. And I'd like you to use a really simple model that I have seen work time and time again that you use with any scripture that you really want to internalize and live. And I would like to direct you to Proverbs 37 to 9, and it reads, Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and still and so dishonor the name of the Lord. You see those tensions that are there? Guys, we can look at so many of these throughout Scripture. But take Proverbs 37 to 9 and take these four simple steps. Step number one, read it out loud. Step number two, write it in your own handwriting on a card. Step number three, pray it out loud. And step number four, live it. Four simple steps. Read it, write it, pray it, live it. This side of heaven, we are going to wrestle with these spiritual tensions. And let me leave you today with a quote from my friend Percy who told me a number of years ago when dealing in spiritual battles that we don't fight for victory, we fight from victory. Thanks so much for being with me today. If you enjoy this, please share it with a friend. If you're enjoying the podcast, would you please consider giving me a five-star rating because it really helps with this ministry outreach model. Thank you all so much, and I'll look forward to next time. You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.